calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Temujin, an audio drama. Act 3. I think it's quite convenient that you befriended a young Genghis Khan and had him swear lifelong brotherhood with you under the shroud of impenetrable tree cover. This story isn't over. If you're building to something, Jamuk, build faster. Funny you should put it that way. Building. That was precisely my aim. To build something the world had never seen before. Temujin had given me the target, and my parents the necessary momentum. The only way to eliminate violence on the steps would be to assimilate all tribes, all people, into a singular empire. You eliminate violence. You look shocked. How many innocent people died in your pursuit of peace, Jamuk? No more than necessary. How many raids did you carry out then, in the name of ending raids? No more than necessary. Well, maybe a little more. But for what we were trying to do, excess was exactly what we required. We! I, yes, I, two years into my rule, still only 18, started to spend a fraction of my growing fortune on frivolous things. Cashmere coats, bullskin belts, the like. Not for myself. Nah, I never had a taste for such things. But as gifts for my fellow steppe aristocrats. 
In my bid to consolidate power, I sought any and all persons of influence. Back in those days when lineage meant everything, white bone was what we call those born into favorable families. To be friends with even one meant having entire armies at your beck and call. For my part, it was simply a matter of finding the right gift, the right turn of phrase, the right women for the right people. Needless to say, I prospered. What's more, I caught the favor of one particular ruler, a man whose influence eclipsed that of my allies and enemies combined. I paid him frequent visits. Little Jamuk, and what's that you've got for me? Only another coat, Ong Han. Don't be so coy. My God, this material is luscious. You spoil me. Only so much as you enrich me, great Han. Oh, stop that. What is it you want, Jamuk? How could I want for anything, Ong Han? Between your providence and that of heaven, I am satisfied. But if I had to give it some thought, the Juchid people have become increasingly hostile to our presence on the steppes. Our success distresses them. Hmm, one of your little Mongol quarrels? Ha! <laughs> Quite right, great Han. It's senseless. Juvenile of them. Surely you could sort it out among yourselves. Would that I could, Ohan. Would that I could. They simply won't listen to reason. Are you asking me to launch an attack? I would never dare ask you to stoop so low, great Han, as to involve yourself in mere tribal matters for my sake. All right, then. B but... The Jurchids seem reasonable enough. Unlike those damn Mirkid, I'm sure you'll work something out. Look, I'll... Pray for it. I am honored to leave with your blessing, Ong Han. Was he difficult to deal with? Yes, at times insufferable, but his power was indispensable. The condescension was a small price to pay. Anyone who wanted anything needed his approval, if not his indifference. To offend him was to court instant death. Sir! Who are you? Listen, you don't know me. No, I don't. How have you managed it? My name is Temujin. All right, Temujin. Kindly exit my court. I'll only be a second. I mean, a little longer than a second, but please. Please, I have nowhere else to turn. I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers. Oh. Guards, if you could just... You, you knew my father! Yes, okay? Oh, that does ring a bell. You were sworn brothers. Andas. Oh, oh God, that's right. <laughs> it's been decades we used to take our horses out to the frozen river and just watch them slip and fall about. How's the old bugger doing? He's dead. 
Oh, I see. You're here to avenge his death? Uh, no, he died almost a decade ago. <laughs> a bit late then, aren't you? It's my wife, sir. She's been taken. And I'm here to request your aid. My... Of course, of course. <laughs> I understand, you poor boy. Come, I have a fine bunch of women here, and I'd be happy to let you take... Absolutely not! Excuse me! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to raise my voice. I'm sorry. I'd rather not have any more women taken, Khan, sir. Ah. Well. Surely you could... Have you tried talking it through with them? With all due respect, they raided my family's camp with the intention of taking her. My mother was due to be married into that tribe a lifetime ago. This was a misplaced act of revenge. An entirely unjust crime. So it's a domestic matter uh, between family. Uh, aren't you family, sir? Uh, like a sworn uncle? Pardon my interruption. Oh, thank God, Jamuk. Maybe you could deal with this. Jamuk? Jamuk! I couldn't help but overhear the plight of a fellow Mongol. What? How? You smell awful. So do you now. Mm. Uh, yeah. So who are the unfortunate people I'll have to kill? It was a band of Mirkid the raiders. The Mirkid, Lord, the Mirkid are the worst. Why didn't you say so sooner? You'll have your army. I can't believe this. I was counting on this, Temujin. We're after the same thing. I haven't forgotten. Neither have I. Chop, chop. We leave first thing in the morning. Jamuk, settle our friend Temujin into an empty gear. Right away, Ong Han. You're a gem. God bless you. I think this should do nicely. What happened to you? Where have you been? I could ask you the same thing. You left your camp. You stopped coming by ages before that. How long has it been? Three years, plus a winter, but who's counting? Look at us. We've become the men we were playing at, haven't we? We weren't that young. Uh, compared to the Ong Han, sure, we're fresh out of the womb. Shh. What? The Jamuk I knew always had room for an ill-timed joke. Maybe we have grown a little. Do you know I lead the Jadaran tribe now, Temujin? What? So soon? That's incredible. Your parents must be... Oh. oh that's why you stopped coming. I'm so sorry. Don't be. The years have been kind to me, with that one exception. What else? Tell me everything. There's not much else to tell. Our tribe is verging on an empire. Net victories over losses. Sure. All in a day's work for you. All right then. Your turn. Well, I was kidnapped into slavery. What? When? Right after I killed Bekter. You've been busy. Yeah, busier than I would have liked, Jamuk. I think it was a mistake. Getting kidnapped is hardly within your control. Killing him. 
he was meditating out on the field. He saw me approaching and he didn't even flinch. His final words, he told me his little brother prefers fish to red meats. That doesn't make up for anything. Uh, don't get me wrong, he was an awful leader. He nearly starved us out, all the food he hoarded for himself and his brother. But he loved the boy. And he was loved. It may have been difficult, Temujin, but you struck down evil. No, not difficult. Unnecessary. Surely your mother didn't think so? <laughs> she could tell, just by the look on my face, what I'd done. We were exiles before, now we were criminals. My father's tribe cornered us and demanded I surrender myself into slavery. And you just gave yourself up? <laughs> what was I going to do? Put my family at risk again? Now, Besides, it was only for a year or so. They let you go? <laughs> I uh, let myself go. The other slaves helped with a little bit of persuasion. <laughs> Marvelous, Temujin. Exceptional. Ah, I'm sure the bastards came to regret it. How so? Your retaliation. R retaliation? Oh, oh, no, 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 Jamuk, I got married. <laughs> the moment I settled back in with my family, made peace with my mother, on a small camp by the Onan River. Hey, to Borte, remember? The girl you were going to marry at eight years old. Yeah, she waited. Can you believe it? Till 20, till she was near unmarriageable. She waited. Turned down every offer she got. <laughs> I didn't deserve that. Of course you did. I'm a scavenger, Jamuk. I always have been. And I know it's not glamorous, but we do all right for ourselves. Or did. I don't know. She may not even be alive. And even if she is, who knows if she'll be at their camp. We'll figure it out. You are in good hands here. And I am not leaving. Not this time. I appreciate that, brother. More than I can say. And you? And I what? Do you think you're going anywhere? I'll have to see. So much is up in the air. I was happy, though. I really was. Scavenging? At the camp. With my family. My mother, Borte. I'd do anything to have that back. You will. Rest well, Temujin. Tomorrow we spill blood. Do you remember the feeling? <laughs> it's been some time. You'll have nothing to fear. Not with you around, Jamuk. I, on the other hand, feared greatly. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. What happened? The boy who charted a course to change the world now dreamt of scavenging? He aspired to it. Where was our spark, our flame? How had it dwindled? Something had changed within him. I couldn't tell who or what had caused it, though I had my suspicions. In the meantime, there was always the rain. I figured that would help. It turned out this was not to be a fight, so much as a terrible massacre of the Merkid people. It was over within seconds. The fighting gave way almost immediately to fleeing and looting, all set to the tune of lapping fire. Our soldiers ducked in and out of the burning gears, grabbing whatever they could fit, weaving between the mass of heaving bodies. I knew it all well. This time, however, I played the part of detached observer, and what I observed was troubling. Almost immediately, Temujin had dropped his weapon, frantically searching the gears that were left standing. His sole concern was was the girl, this woman who... From what I would later hear, scarcely needed it. This is... We're gonna die. I'm gonna die. Darling. Don't darling me. This is happening because of you. Oh, I told my brothers you were a bad idea. We don't have to die like this. If you're telling me to go down swinging, then you don't know me at all, woman. I know my husband. Damn it! You picked the worst possible time to make up your mind about this. We could run. Together. How how will we even- There's a cart outside. You get in. I'll push. But, But there's no guarantee we make it out. One of us might. The one hidden in the cart has the best chance. You mean you would do that for me? We're running out of time and I can't help you with my hands tied up like this. Uh, Screw it. Here, let me loosen that for you.
the cart. Imogen! Surprise. I thought I would never see you again. Oh, don't be dramatic. You couldn't have possibly known this would work out. Things usually do, eventually. Are you alright? Did they treat you well? You smell amazing. I probably smell exactly the same. So nothing's changed then? Things have changed a little. I need you to stay calm. Can you promise me that? I promise. I'm quite certain I'm pregnant. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you know whose? It could be yours. Good. I know this is a lot to take in. Believe me, I know. But all this, it's over now. Finally, somehow, it's over. We can go home. Temujin! Still alive. That's good. Huh. Jamuk! Uh, Jamuk, this is... The lady we're here for? Borte, this is Jamuk. My sworn brother, remember? All this was his doing. It was very much your husband's doing. I just lent him the army. Jamuk, the mysterious forest boy. The way he told it, I half believed you didn't exist. I could say the same to you, the way he talked you up. It would seem our rescue mission went twice as well as I thought. Temujin, you didn't mention... Uh, I didn't know. Uh, well, this calls for a celebration. <laughs> uh, when has life ever afforded us a chance to unwind, Jamuk? Right now. Stay at my camp a while. There's space for your family, your mother too. You don't have to ride straight back into the misery of a scavenger's life. I wouldn't call it misery. We're honoured to accept, Jamuk. Temujin, we haven't talked about this. I know, but with everything on our plates, we could do with a little security. And if it wasn't for Jamuk, we wouldn't be here at all. The last thing I want is to pressure you. No, I've made my decision. This will be good for us. You'll see. And if it isn't? Then we make another decision. Until then, could you trust me on this? Please? Seems like I owe you that much. Thank you. I'll let the men know we have what we came for. What? Who? You know what I mean. I didn't mean to upset him. It's not you. He seems to be taking everything I've been through worse than I am. And how are you taking it? We don't have to talk about it. Anyone involved, everyone responsible, they'll be dead within the hour. The last of them should already be rounded up. If you'd like, we can leave a few for you to see to personally. I'm fine. Thanks. Like I said, ready to keep moving. Suit yourself. 
Do you have any reservations about moving that you'd like to discuss with me? We've only just met. Happy to speed things along. Hello, I'm Jamuk. Well, Jamuk, your generosity is beyond extraordinary. It goes without saying that I'm grateful we both are. I do have one question. Ask away. Is there anything you want in return? No, of course not. I should make sure my husband hasn't gotten himself killed in the last minute. I think he wandered off unarmed. I assure you, this camp is now almost as safe as my own. I believe you. You're still going? Can't hurt to make sure. Meet me when this is done, the both of you. I'll make sure you're comfortably set up. Thank you, Chamuk. You're too kind. She tried to conceal it, but I could feel her challenging me, questioning me. And to what end? To see him driven back to their miserable camp? His wife. I could tell even then she must have had an irrational hatred of me. I was sure of it. Irrational? Sounds like decent intuition to me. She had no reason. I had given her many things by then, but not that. Not yet. I couldn't begin to understand her, but I didn't have to. Her husband, with the right resources, had the drive to reshape the steps in a greater image. I knew that because he had shared it with me. Within a week, they were both to be set up in my tribe. No, by this point, my empire. If there was to be a war for the man's soul, so be it. I was poised to win. Can you imagine Chinggis Khan, a scavenger? This was Act 3 of Temujin, an audio drama, written, directed, and composed by Roshan Singh, with sound design and audio engineering by Nathaniel Ma. This episode featured Aditya Karkara as Jamuk, Vivek Ganesh as the guard, Scott Chua as the Ong Han, Ziad Bagrib as Temujin, Avanya Handoyo as Borte, and Kevin Lowe as the captor. Our executive producer is Amabold, and our producers are Kodza Hao and Emma Grimley. Temujin, an audio drama, was made possible with the generous support of Yale and U.S. College, the Mongolian Embassy in Singapore, Creatives in Spirit, and all of our crowdfunding backers. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator, Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.